Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Well, there were so many choices to round off our November set for the year before we start going to Christmas films and Christmas <laughs> do you know I have a secret confession go on start listening to Christmas music today already yeah I don't know you can't get sick of them by when it rolls Not, around they weren't the classics they were more like contemporary yeah but still made me very happy very cheerful Right, well, I was going to say, oh, well, guess what? I'm going to bring it down with something negative or like, oh. I thought you were going to tell me no. we were starting already and no. you just did <laughs> a little no. face. I felt like a puppy, so excited. But I thought I would lean into something that I've been meaning to get round to this year, but for whatever reason, one reason or another, it's not come to fruition. But Suspense is killing me. <laughs> it's something I got actually as a Christmas gift last year from... Me? Not from family. Like, I'm acting like I'd remember (laughs) what I got you last year. Like, I don't think I do. (laughs) And it's sort of a light-hearted one anyway, so you should enjoy it, being into... You're building this up now, and I hope (laughs) I'm going to like it. It is The Princess Bride. I remember this. This has been on your list for so long. Is it like a... An oldie fairy tale, folk tale. Well, it's a fairy tale of mm-hmm. sorts. But yeah. real life. So, but Not real life, one but real actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's sort of like a, a one that appeals to like both male and female audiences, I would say. It's not your typical... Because you think that, you think, oh, that sounds really soppy. and It sounds like a Hallmark card movie. It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, the title does. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. But and that's where it kind of gets you like don't re- judge a book by its cover, essentially. Which the lad in it who's have the story read to him is kind of like a bit like that. So and then he's is it like once a little bit? I I guess so. If you were to somewhat compare it in a way, the TV show, yeah, by the way, yeah, yeah, people yeah. are not knowing yeah. what I'm on about. Yeah, it was, that was quite all right. But it was actually until. The last series of when they did something else and then... Yeah, yeah, and then you go, no, let's leave, let's leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> the end story ends there. Yeah. So this one, I think you'll, you'll appreciate because it's a romance slash comedy, so... Mm-hmm. Happy. Go on then, read it to me. I'll go with this reading from IMDb this time. A bedridden boy's grandfather reads him the story of a farm boy turned pirate who encounters numerous obstacles, enemies and allies in his quest to be reunited with his true love. He's a farm boy pirate. No, a farm boy who turned pirate. Turned pirate. Okay. So, say <laughs> he's a farm boy pirate. <laughs> it's like, all right, how's he... Yeah, cut me crops. <laughs> Just thinking, how's he a pirate if he's got a farm? That literally all like, went into my head then when you said it. <laughs> like, has he from... got a farm on a boat? 
growing some turnips on yeah. plot of land in his, yeah. in his greenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> on the ship, yeah. yeah. Very fairy tale. I'm either going to love it or I'm going to hate it. It's one or the other. So we'll see. I highly doubt you'll hate it, really. But... I'm looking forward to it. I just don't want to get my hopes up and be like, oh, yeah, this is really mm. good, and then be let down. Mm. That's my only worry. Okay. Well, we will see very shortly Sophie's thoughts on The Princess Bride. All right. Where is the poison? The Battle of Wits has begun. It ends when you decide and we both drink and find out who is right and who is dead. But it's so simple. All I have to do is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. And we are back. Haven't seen Princess Bride? We are. And what did you think of it, Paul? <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> I thought I'd change the roles. <laughs> no? Well, it doesn't really work when... You've seen it before. before. Shame. Yeah, it's your, it's your first outing with this story. And um, how did you find it? It's really cute. It's It's quite magical and... A little romance love story with action and impact of two different elements to it. So, like, you've got the granddad, bless him, reading to his grandson. Yeah. And his his grandson's poorly. And you can tell that there's, the relationship's not really... Not got the strongest of bond, I'd say, at the first impact of it. I think that's a typical young kid, isn't it? Oh, you're old and like, mm. what have you got to offer me? I just want to play sports and... I want to play on my games and, and such. Or watch and, TV or something. Yeah. yeah. And his granddad brings a gift as a book, which is like, oh, why do I want that? Yeah. And Boring. Yeah. Then his granddad starts reading the book, and that's when you kind of flip to real life in the book as as well, which is... You're drawn into the imagination, essentially, of... Of the, the fairy tale. Yeah. And it's not your basic fairy tale. It's, it is and it isn't, if that makes sense. It's got the fairy it, tale It goes aspects. against the grain of what you would expect from one so that's why i think it's holds up fairly strong with a, a modern audience really because it's not your typical cliche aspects to boy it. meets girl falls in love and it kind of does have that element but there's so much more to it that actually keeps you on your toes and i think this is the part where it works quite well because you get so blinded intrigued and like sucked into that fairy tale like story that then you forget that this you are being to, you are being told, told the story. Yeah, and then yeah. when the flashback to the little boy and the granddad, you're like, oh, I forgot about them a little bit because you're so immersed in this story that's yeah. being told. So by that sense, the film works effectively, does its job with yeah, yeah, drawing you in and keeping you engaged. The, we've yeah, exactly we've got Buttercup being the the princess or mm -hmm. the girl or the princess bride as the credits say. Yeah, because. This is the thing, because she seems always a bit wealthier than Wesley. Wesley's a farm boy, slash pirate. 
which I didn't understand how that would happen. (laughs) But it's like a Pokemon type that you just don't think's right. I think that's what that is. So right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, farmer slash pirate man, Wesley, and you can tell apparently from afar, this, this, you know, I always feel like it's the girl's so much better classed, isn't she? She's up there and she's in her ivory tower. And the boy's a peasant and it doesn't deserve her. Basically, is kind of, yeah. and they should uh, never date. It's like Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? You mean in this, or just in general? Of just in general, kind of like these kind of stories, it's always the girl that's the forbidden fruit that's so much purer and better than mm-hmm. the guy. Have you noticed? It's yeah. It's very rarely that there's a, a peasant girl that yeah. a prince is after, isn't it? I don't know why that is. I don't know. I feel like that's more our romance. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. In what's in what like way? if we were made into a fairy tale, I feel like you would be the the prince after a peasant girl. Well, that's putting yourself down a bit, isn't it? No, but that's how I see it. Like mm. I feel like I won't be the princess in the ivory tower. Mm. What? No, I don't. I don't really see it that way. But I do. Don't worry, it's not like you were, like living on me. the streets now. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you'd still want me. You'd still. Yeah. But you'd. Well, I guess enchanted is somewhat. She just lives in a forest. Yeah. Doesn't she? She's nothing. And Snow White. Yeah. Cinderella. There you go. I'm Cinderella. <laughs> there we have it. But yes, actually, you do have both. Never mind. Ignore yeah. just what I said. I just contradicted myself, didn't I? Pretty much. But his only or interaction with her, anyway, is when he says, as you wish. And that's code for I love you, basically. So even though she's like, farm boy, you know muck up that yard or mm-hmm. you know plough the fields or whatever and he's like oh, as you wish and it's like in silence kind of well you can tell that people love each other different ways you don't have to say it do you there's certain things you can do that show that you love somebody uh-huh. the, the way that you look at them the uh-huh. way that you think of them and such uh-huh. it can be shown in a lot of different ways than just words and i think you can kind of see the romance blossoming or blooming or whatever you want to say mm-hmm. within it so it's you already know that they're gonna them two of your main characters are gonna fall yeah. in love and then you need some upheaval in between because that's what a fairy tale is they can't just live happily ever after straight away because you won't have a film would you no because this is like five minutes in or something yeah and then uh, the, the little boy's like oh kissing yeah oh, that, that did make me laugh because it was yeah. like and towards the end, he's like, oh, no, no, you can you can carry on. Because mm-hmm. he's, yeah, probably invested in it by now. Yeah, yeah. so he doesn't mind if they kiss now. Yeah. So they have their true love's kiss and they have to part and Wesley leaves to go and get his fortune, basically. I think that's the reason why they can't be together is mm-hmm. because normally the man provides and Wesley doesn't have anything to provide at the moment. So mm-hmm. I think he's trying to find his fortune that they can actually have a house and all of that together. Yeah. So Simon turns pirate, turns rogue. Well, I think as well she thinks that he's been murdered, so Buttercup moves on, assuming like five years on he's, mm-hmm. he's dead. She's just going to have to put up with... Lord, Lord Humperdinck, yeah. Yeah. Who you, you said he kind of looks like Lord Farquaad if he was... Taller. In, and uh, yeah. Human, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a cartoon. And the voice as well, it's just like one of those stereotypical posh... Oh, look at me, I'm Prince, I'm up myself and mm-hmm. don't really care about anybody else kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And bless her, she's just obliging just because, she, well, she doesn't really know what else she can do now. 
Yeah, I think that's a trope of sort of fairy tales, isn't it? The woman just like just has to put up, show up with that. It's like you know, wealthy lord wants and marriage, and it's like, well, you're going along with it just because. You I feel like that is kind of olden times as well, and that's what fairy tales always feel a little bit like the olden day timey. Because, like, let's say if we go back to like Game of Thrones era, <laughs> medieval times, yeah. Mean? The woman Which is wouldn't... kind of what this is sort of say. <laughs> she wouldn't have a say. Literally, the pretty maiden would be taken and you're lucky that you're getting to wear nice clothes yeah, and yeah. be in a warm house, basically. Well, castles are that warm, but yeah, I get it. You well, know I mean. they can heat it. He's going to have everything of food and luxury, isn't he? He's mm-hmm. a king. So you kind of get this, <laughs> I don't know, somewhat comical um, kidnapping of Buttercup. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish she was a little bit more feisty. She does try, but it's like, a, oh, they're carrying me and there's not much like kicking your legs or anything like that yeah, to get like, off ah, me. me. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's about as far as that goes, really. It's not yeah. really trying. It's just like damsel in distress type of thing. Yeah. I'm not fighting back like Princess Fiona or anything. <laughs> exactly. She is amazing, like doing some karate kind of kicking or whatever. And I think. The kidnapping is a little bit of introducing Wesley as the pirate, basically, mm-hmm. is showing that he oh he defeats the giant, he defeats the swordman, and then he poisons the mind or what or brain or whatever he was. I feel like I'm talking about um like Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, is it where you've got the brain, the tin, the heart and <laughs> like, Wizard of Oz. Wizard, Wizard of Oz, yeah. It's with the muscles, the swordsman and uh, the right, yeah. He's the brain, isn't he? Because like, that's why he has yes. the other two, because he has two yeah. henchmen, basically, yeah. and he's the mind he's, of it all. Uh, his catchphrase of inconceivable. Do you know who he, he reminds me of? Go on. Littlefinger from... Is it Littlefinger? From Game of Thrones? Yeah. Really? Like, the kind of just wants to... He doesn't care about his henchmen, as long as he's okay. In his, yeah, yeah. Uh, for number one, yeah. Yeah, then he's fine, even though he dies quite swiftly, which is great, because he poisons both of them. Did you like that exchange where he's kind of like trying to trick him over like thinking like, oh, yeah. I know that you kind of thing. So my, yeah. It was actually quite comical. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the memorable scenes of the film. <laughs> what are you trying to say? There's not many. <laughs> no, no. So like that's one, the main one, especially because up, up until that point, that's like, a, I guess that would wear thin pretty quick if it was kept the inconceivable gag going <laughs> So you were happy you died. No. <laughs> But like the the fact that Wesley or Pirate Roberts, as he's known at this point, is you know like oh I've got immunity to the poison. I've from tra- training myself to do it. So that's why you know I can best him. Yeah, which I don't know if that's really lo- logistically mm. right. It's more just a, a, a get out clause, really, and just like just to move the plot f- forward, really. But yeah, the other guy, the other two, obviously you mentioned about the sort of lackeys where they've got the muscle, which is. Um, the giant, yeah, just, which is always dumb, isn't it? It's like that cliche, like that you can't have a brain because he's yeah. muscular. Fezic, yeah. I don't Fezic. know. I I didn't write any of the names <laughs> down, and I don't know the other pirate oh, yeah, pussing my... boots. Basically, <laughs> let's call him. My name is Ingo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah, he said it so many times, <laughs> yeah, and I, I still was like, "It's not, it's not going to stay in my brain." You're just pussing boots. You're literally just yeah, yeah. humanized. Yeah, I feel much. like there's a lot of humanized versions of 
Shrek characters in this. Oh, the Who's Shrek donkey universe. then? I don't know. Can't have a he can't have a donkey without a Shrek or Shrek <laughs> without a donkey. No, but I, I see where you're coming from. Coming from. Yeah, yeah, with There's, that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So then it kind of becomes where Wesley and Buttercup realize, like, oh, you, you're not dead, and all of this kind of aspect. And then he's trying to save her now from her prince, basically. And you think, oh, by at this point, they're just going to be roaming around for quite a while, having to be rescued, of like save her from them, mm-hmm. and. It, I didn't, I didn't anticipate that she would just go so freely trying to be heroic in a sense and go, oh, well, if I marry you, will you leave him and he can be safe and he can, you know, carry on a life of not being in pain. Mm-hmm. But obviously he says yes, but this prince is not no. so kind. Yeah. No. It sounds like in the end, really, what he was wanting Buttercup for is just to kind of get her on the side of the people because she is one of them, technically. Yeah, or in their favour, really. And then murder her anyways after they're married. Mm-hmm. All a ploy, yeah. But I don't understand what he gets from that. Or is it that I, I the public's going to feel I, sorry for him? I think because at, at this point he's only a lord. So then if you have to be like, refer back to Farquaad, he was almost like doing it to him, just marrying Fiona so he could be king. And then he's he's got yeah. the power. That's a, it's a, it's a status. I didn't know you have to be... Well, I don't know the logistics of... Oh, Lord, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's... Be- well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I think we've obviously we've gone <clears throat> a bit too far now because obviously there's things like the other humorous things like the rolling down the hill <laughs> where it's just like... Uh, was, I don't know if that would have been fun. Obviously, I think there were probably stunt people doing it. Yeah. Not, but that's it's like a... rolling and rolling. And then obviously there's a whole... Um, what cost like a forbidden forest? Like a fire. So I, that was like I'd forgotten like how effective that looked in like sort of like a spooky like. How atmosphere. old is this again? Sorry. Um, this was nineteen eighty-seven. It still plays off. It doesn't look too aged, as in obviously no. compared to now like CGI. But oh no, no. But I could tell certainly some like some of the scenery, like when they're doing the. The, that cliff face, you know, when they're kind of climbing up and stuff. Some of the rocks looked a bit like, yeah, that's a, that's a state. But not, stage. not but, at a glance, like, if you were properly like, looking for it. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd notice. But, um, but th- this fire swamp was, like, really, like, effective, what it was. And there's um, the big rats that kind of came at them in that scene. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Remember those, like, dog things that we, were in, we saw in Willow? Yeah. yeah but sort of like that, but just these were, like, obviously like more puppeteered really but. well that's i think that's why i appreciated it because it did remind me of when we've watched like the dark crystal kind of the oh kind yeah, of yeah, vibe yeah yeah to it was it. like jim henson style i don't know whether he <laughs> yeah. did the puppets and that but at that point you know when wesley's getting attacked and she's kind of just standing there doing nothing i think like can you you know you could do something yeah kick it i don't know she could have whacked it she could have well, got... he's like literally getting maimed on his arm yeah. he's like god it did annoy me because I think I actually did say, can you actually yeah. like help him? Like, you know, it's clearly, you know, you love him, so why wouldn't you try? Mm-hmm. But it seems like she's a bit more dazzled in distress in a sense because, like, oh, there's a fire and he's like, oh, moves you yeah, away. Yeah. And, like, she could have saved a life, like, several times. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're back to where we, yeah, we where were now. Yeah, she's, yeah, taken away. There's also, there's, 
things going back as well, like sort of creature stuff. There was those eels that were in the water. You know, when they were going on oh, the ship Oh, yes, as well. there was. When she jumped up, she tried to be a little bit sassy. Yes, sassy and yeah. <laughs> jumped out of the water, but then they, they were quite the scary, to be fair. Eels, yeah. Yeah. And that was like one of those instances where they cut away the, like, to reality. It's like, what, what? You know, like, the eels don't eat. <laughs> uh, almost like to sort of like, yeah, don't don't worry. It's all going to be all right. And I think that's quite clever because it's how they kind of flip back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. Where it's quite well and brings like that added little yeah. humour, which is nice. Yeah, it's not all the time because I think that if that if it kept doing that, interrupting essentially the story, like that would get bit tiresome like oh here we go like yeah you, you, you're almost like waiting for a moment where like when's the next cut back to yeah. or like me who forgets to completely there and you're like oh i forgot yeah that, <laughs> this is actually the whole reason these were reading a story here <laughs> so i think then this is where we kind of get to where the prince obviously or the king to be mm-hmm. takes his future wife back to the castle and promises that he's going to be wesley's going to be fine and free but keeps him in this like tortured dungeon mm-hmm. and this weird mechanical like wooden thing that stretches you or pulses it's, like, it's almost you. like an electric shock therapy type of thing but mm. it's not at the same time something involving the water wheel to yeah yeah but and that weird woman man thing that's like goes down it's got gray hair and like Mole hair, I don't know. Well, it looks like, like it's lackey. got something. Yeah, we've also got the king's or the lord's at that point is right hand man, Tyrone Rugen, who's the six fingered oh, man. Oh yes, the one that Montoya's after all this time, and he eventually gets to meet him. But I, do you remember? Because um, I, I think actually Christopher Guest, who plays him, is is quite actually quite good comedic actor they've seen him in we've seen him in spinal tap which is one of the directors of the films that he's done mm-hmm. this is spinal tap he's one of the people in that and he had that very small cameo in little shop of horrors you know when he comes to the shop excuse me i couldn't help but notice the yeah. interesting plant in the window <laughs> so i think his delivery in this and his mannerisms as well especially when he meets comes face to face with montoya and he kind of like as if he's going to draw swords with him and then he kind of just runs off down the corridor yeah. type of thing. So things like that really. Makes it kind of more comical, doesn't it? Yeah. Because he's meant to be quite, you know, a swordsman, but obviously yeah. he's aged at this point yeah. compared to the Puss in Boots being quite new and young. Because you think he killed his dad when he was seven years old or something yeah, yeah. in front of him, didn't he? Yeah. Which just sounds horrific now if you think about that nowadays. Like, Well, yes, that's true. I'm sure it's horrific at any point. No, no but... Matter. I mean, like, that would have been the norm at some point. What do you mean, the norm? Like, if you, if your dad was, like, a king or a pirate or anything, like, getting killed back then wasn't, like, I don't know. Like, it's... now it's a massive thing, whereas this was like, oh, you've done something wrong, behead you. Okay. And it was, like, would put your spikes. Like, imagine now putting, like, you beheaded somebody and you just put spikes outside a castle. Like how horrific would that be to see? Whereas that oh, would have no, just oh, been no, normalised. Yeah, yeah, no, but different, different times. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. Wouldn't health and safety would have something to say now? <laughs> Especially as castles aren't really a thing except for like tourist. Yeah. Spots, you know, mm. I see them having, you know, Windsor well, Castle or, true. you know, any other 
ones around here where that would be alright to have that outside. So these two then kind of want to rescue Wesley, don't they? Mm-hmm. And this bit kind of, when they kind of take him and he's, he's dead Wesley, basically, he's, he's doing really well at being quite limp and... Yes, yeah, when he comes back to life, he's, he does well in terms of like, oh, I can't move properly, so you yeah, know, I can to actually pretend to do that. But When you're perfectly fine, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. quite clever. Yeah. But before he actually gets back to life, we take him to this like miracle place. Uh, miracle, <clears throat> miracle Max, I think it's yeah. called, who's Billy Crystal in makeup. And the the fairy from Scrooged, uh, yeah. Carol Kane, yeah. And, and so you've he, got basically in, in, in the green eyed guy from Monster Inc. Uh, uh, Mike Wazowski, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the the fairy from Scrooged, basically, yeah, which is a brilliant casting. That woman's voice, like, I literally, yeah. Despite all the makeup, you knew, I knew, I just knew a voice, and it's like I'm waiting for her to bash somebody with a toaster. Like that's where I was at. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. I feel like I just wanted more of them because the scene that we did get I know, was yeah, golden. Yeah, that was very, very short, wasn't it? Yeah. Cameo. Especially to have all that makeup on and not. And the talent them. of them two, just as they are, mm-hmm. it just felt like maybe they couldn't afford them for longer. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah. But no, brilliant. It really was. And then obviously, like you said, with Wesley then coming back to life and the, the kind of the threesome become a bit of a comedy duo. With the giant, the Puss in Boots, and Wesley being half dead, basically, mm-hmm. and quite limp. And it's thinking cleverly of how can we... I think Wesley becomes the brains again. Like, how can we scare them when I can't go in guns blazing mm-hmm. and do my sword fights and all of that? Mm-hmm. What can we do to be a bit craftier? So, obviously, they dress the giant up. Yeah, and this towering thing and sort of, like, scare the villagers because, again, at that point, they would have believed anything, you know... This weird creature or something, whatever, mm-hmm. is coming to curse us or something. Yeah, yeah they really yeah. did have gullible, like yeah. more yeah. gullible traits back then, didn't they? Well, that's how, like I said, we said before about how that would explain, like, to people, like, natural phenomenons or something would be like, oh, it was a monster that caused that or something, or like mm. something, you know, mysterious shapes, and you're thinking just a tall man is a, a giant, which might not essentially be, be that. Yeah. It's just exaggerating the truth a little. Scaremongering, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And I think that comes from your kings. But, right. I do. I think it's like they, they tell a lot of rubbish just so that it frightens you. Yeah. yeah. And then they've got more control over you, haven't mm-hmm. they? So pretty much then, in a nutshell, you've got a little bit of a puss in boots and six-finger fight going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You've he got... getting stabbed and he keeps coming, keeps repeating the line, yeah. to die. And you're thinking, oh, he's, he's Montoya's like done for. But, but not. Which, I don't know if you would have thought that he was and then that would have made more of an impact or... I thought he was actually, to be fair, but I'm kind of glad, you know me, I like, it's yeah. a fairy tale at the end <laughs> yeah, of the day, yeah, yeah. so you do want all of them to come out alive, really. Yeah, the ones you want anyway. Yeah, yeah. and obviously while all this is going on, you've got Buttercup getting married to, what's his name again? Ham- uh, Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Yeah. yeah, with the, uh, I don't think it's Vicar, but whatever... You know, relig- religious religious person do the sort of lisp or speech impediment. Yeah, yeah, doing it. It's against. It takes you back, and it obviously adds to the comedic value of the. It reminds me of something that would be something like Monty Python, <laughs> to be honest. 
like a sketch of some kind. <laughs> yeah, true. But I tolerate this a lot more than Monty Python. I quite enjoy this. Mm. Whereas Monty Python, I just like that. I don't know the level of humor just goes a bit too too over the mark for me. Right. Yeah. Whereas this is quite. Mm-hmm. It did make me laugh. I did enjoy it. it was like hard. It felt like I was just getting told a fairy tale story before I was going to bed. That's how. Which, I which you were. Felt. Yeah, yeah. It was before we went to bed. So it, it was. was like, it was yeah. amazing. I feel like I should have had hot milk and a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, all's well that ends well, really, mm-hmm. with it all. And so... I'm sure that's yeah. a Taylor Swift song. Are you meaning the... It's red? T- uh, uh, yeah. No, um, all too all's well. well. All's well that ends well. well. I'm in the new hell, hell. every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that just after somehow, since we've gone to the Aries concert, I feel mm-hmm. like she gets sprinkled in every time we talk now. I think so, yeah. And I did, this wasn't intentional. No, I just said, I said it, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just when you said it, I was like, started singing in my head and I was thinking, eh. (laughs) (laughs) The power of Mrs. Swift. So overall, yes, all ends well. And and even with the the grandfather and his grandson, it's like, oh, come back tomorrow and read it again type of thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like your relationship with your families are important. I think this is what it's showing, like, spend time with them. It didn't cost his granddad anything apart from, well... Time. Yeah, because yeah. he already had the book, didn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like he's bought the book and it's cost him an arm and a leg to get. It's just mm-hmm. spending time with somebody and reading to them or doing something with them, which yeah. is always mm-hmm. nice when you've got the time to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely little cosy moral. Moral? Yeah. The the the, the family. Yes, yeah, aspects. Not, not, not the, the no no not, not the, the fairy, fairy tale. Oh, okay. I Unless you say. can find a moral in the fairy tale, I can't. No, but they're normally supposed to have some kind of. Model the story. Don't mad- marry a bad man. <laughs> yeah. Just look, yeah, seek out true love and if you find it, hold on to it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well done. Surprised you came up with that. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Yeah, but to be a little bit sentimental, that's quite... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I try. <laughs> Why have you found true love? You sure? <laughs> it's stuck with me now anyways. Yeah, Even if it's not. No, I'm pretty sure it's. <laughs> cute. Well, I didn't, obviously, like we said, it's the very start and it felt like, because it was like, it almost felt like it was a sort of Christmas story because huh? cause it was like snowing at the, the start of the film, wasn't it? It was in the snowy setting. No. Yeah, that didn't last long. No, no, I'm not saying it is a Christmas oh. film. I'm just saying because it, of the time we were watching it, it kind of felt more. Christmassy. Leading you can't class it. it as one. Just, just don't think you're classing it as a Christmas. Oh no, not, oh, okay. oh, no, I'm not saying that. All no, <laughs> I'm gonna not, get that how, not that how you you can sometimes stretch things to be in Christmas films. No, <laughs> I just like no, 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 no. You're not saying oh we started early and this is one of them. No, no, no. Like of course not. No. How no. dare you? No, no. So I get to vote first mm-hmm. or score oh. first, unless you've got anything else. Just before we go to scoring, as I mentioned before about Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. And how this is another film by the director Rob Reiner, who we also covered another film of his, which was Stand by Me. If you remember, it's famous. <laughs> it was something I've seen, film I've seen. <laughs> I don't remember it. About the 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 boys who went like. Um... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've just archived that into the back mm. of my head, haven't I? 
Yeah, so I just well, I don't know if that affects job. Yeah, if that affects your score with no. it. Or, no, no, yeah, no, I can't, okay. I can't. Just, obviously, that shows like a variety of different yeah. genres, I suppose. Yeah. I wouldn't even thought it was the same person or the same director. Yeah. It's always interesting sometimes when you do look at certain directors when they you look at the filmography and go, "Oh yeah, right, I didn't know you did this and this." And so that's maybe that's in a way a good thing rather than just being pigeonholed into doing, say, horror or yeah. musicals. Or I feel something. like that's more like with an actor, isn't it, or an actress? It can get pigeonholed, or yeah, depending on your sensibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, you've Je- got Jennifer Aniston or something, or yeah, or like everyone that's like, well, Tom Cruise Co- being in all your action, action films. films. No, yeah, yeah. In, you know, he has done dramas and stuff, but but majority of like, yeah. if you were going to say what Tom Cruise, what, you'd what's think your best known for Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, so that's all I want to bring up. Some. What's your score? Hmm. Okay, got it. So, I really enjoyed it. It is, it's not a one and done. I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. And it's not a film I've seen. I will remember it. So that that's all good, isn't it? Yeah. It's lighthearted. It's cute. It's sweet. It gives you all them fluffy feels. Like like a Christmas film, I guess. I can throw you a bone. Would give and you. A, like a family adventure type thing. It's for yeah. all ages, I suppose. I feel like everyone would get something out of it. Yeah. Like, it might be scary if you're a little, really little, but like with the, with, the, with the eels and the rats. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can imagine I would have been frightened of those when I was little. Mm-hmm. So it's just a scaredy cat in general. But I think at the same time, like eighties films had that kind of scary factor. Like yeah. I say, like the Dark Crystal and things like that would have mm. been. And even the nineties, like I feel. Yeah, it's a different time period where we're yeah. a bit more. You and know, the villains were villains, yeah, like yeah, they, now they were... yeah, they well, they are now, are they? Yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, sorry. So I think overall for me, it's going to be an eight point five. I can't give it a nine or a ten just because I love it. But being fair to everything else that I can mm-hmm. score, right, I feel like that's a really good score for what it mm-hmm. is overall. I am toyed toying with a nine, but I don't know if that's too high. Might be in the future if you rewatch rewatched again, but on the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I'm gonna put it at. I could put it at eight. Oh, okay, you got lower. Yeah, yeah. I need slightly lower, but I do find it enjoyable. But it's not something I immediately want to rush back to all the the time. But I I think it's the rewatch value comes from like sort of the quotable lines and the scenes that you've got throughout, and as yeah. I particularly like Christopher Guest as well. Like more appreciation for his more comedic acting in in this really. Whereas I can't remember the last time I would have seen this, to be fair. But I do remember the very first time I watched it when it was like at second year digs at uni. And so, and then we sort of, we'd sort of, it didn't last very long, obviously, but a drinking game of like every time you said it's Vecini, he was like saying inconceivable every time you did the, you take a shot or something. But that obviously didn't last very long because once he was out of the picture, that was yeah. that. Was that. So, um, yeah. Can't imagine everybody watching that. I like uh, oh no, it wasn't like with Alex and stuff. It was like uh, Car- right. Carla and Harry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can see yeah. that a bit yeah. more. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. drama students. students. Yeah, yeah. 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 You look when you said it all like this, like, huh? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So swiftly moving on. Now we're going into Christmas mode. Yes. So is everyone excited for Christmas? Because I am. 
And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like everyone's accepting it a little bit more this year. Like, things are just out earlier, or I'm just behind, I don't know. Like, people have already put the Christmas trees up. We could swiftly go into his Patreons, because there's, there is somebody who, there's a couple that, yeah, that yeah. have got their tree up already. And that's true, yeah. So we've got Jonesy, under the handle Weight Loss Jonesy, on Instagram. And we've got Emma, under the handle M underscore Hayton. So yeah, like, already trees up. They make two months of it now. <laughs> Paul, they make, they make two months of it. <laughs> I don't think that means they watch Christmas films. I think they're just getting some... And they're probably, don't put words and, in their and mouths and I'll, and I'll, of what they do and don't do. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, if everything goes to plan, because December's already looking so chocker, we're mm. going to be getting Emma on as a guest. As yeah. a guest. So, so, so excited about that, because I feel like it's the first time where me and Emma are quite similar. So if we, if we can make this happen, I feel like Paul's going to be a bit bombarded with the similarity. I don't know if Paul's going to get a word in edgeways, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Let's be fair. That's different from normal. <laughs> Shut up. At least you get her say. Hmm. But yeah. So another Patreon is my wonderful mum, which she loves all the crappy Hallmark Christmas films. So Paul hates them. They all look the same. They do. You did send me this thing. I, they do. I can't slag them off though because I work for Hallmark, so yeah, I can't. They slag don't them. make the films, by the way. Do they not? Uh, I mean, you what you you're the card company. Don't you don't work on oh, pro- no. producing the film? Is what I'm saying. Not you. Don't. I thought you meant I, they weren't I, the same company. That I, I was I, thinking. I, I'm pretty sure they are. I mean, you should know that. Yeah, better that's than why I... you do it down myself. <laughs> no, they are. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you don't work in a video production company. I wish. Oh yeah, I just make crystals. I think if I, if that was my job, I think I'd yeah. tell everybody. I won't be keeping yeah. it quiet. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> We've also got Alex and Sharni, who respectively are desperately seeking username on Instagram and SDOG on Instagram. Well done, you're getting so good at that. Yeah, soon going to be wedding bells ringing and all of that. Yeah, before long, yep. We've then got our... Friend Gren, so normally he says I can't celebrate Christmas or mention Christmas until the 1st of December, which is outrageous, but that's because it's his birthday. Hmm. So if you want to find him, he's under the handle cgren underscore draw. And then lastly but not least is our lovely podcast people. Is yeah. that the right word? Podcast friends, family, whatever. Yeah, Friends, yeah, that sounds fun. Friends. friends. <laughs> and... I don't know, we just like, I feel like we've just built a relationship up as we've gone along. I feel like we've done this. Is this the fourth year or third? Um, gosh. That... Fourth, I think. It'll roll into fourth in 2024, will it? Oh, no, no. It'll be fifth. Blimey. Yeah. Five, yeah. Five years. Don't feel that long, does it? It really doesn't. It just flies. But, but along it... the way, we've met some wonderful people. And some of them are Paul. <laughs> we have Nico from the Good, the Bad, and the Weird podcast. We've got Mark from 100 Things You Learned from Film. And Ben from Film Floggers. So go check those podcasts out. Yeah, please do, do go and listen to them. We have pretty... Yeah, we're on everybody's podcast. So there is a version of us on there. Guesting. Yeah. Guesting. And I want to say we haven't had... Film vloggers on ours, have no, we? No, we haven't, no. It's the only one that we haven't had guests on ours, to be fair. But you've guessed it several times on theirs. Yeah. Why haven't we invited them? 
Well, I don't think it's, it's going to be a bit tricky to yeah. do now. But, but yeah, anyway, yeah. One still. reason or another, but yeah. Yeah. So, if you do want to be a Patreon <laughs> and you want all the good stuff of us doing the wonderful ramble of shouting your name out and picking a film, which this year, if you get into it, you will be picking a Christmas film. So to think, if you become a Patreon now, you do get a choice of what Christmas film I watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, how amazing would that be? You make Sophie's year. Yes. Sure. So. so just plugging that as a Patreon mm-hmm. thing. So you go over to patreon.com forward slash SP film viewers to do that. And it only costs £1 or $1.50 a month to do so. And you get those perks and helps support the show. And you get to vote for a Christmas film, just think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be sure to check out some of our other episodes, of course, over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And be sure to leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, and wherever else they do the scoring system. That'd be very much appreciated as well. And if you haven't already, why aren't you following us on social media? (laughs) I mean... But if you do want to, and for some reason you just haven't been able to find us, then we are on TikTok, Instagram, threads, Twitter, and you can find us under the handle SP underscore film viewers. Hopefully, now that we've passed November, we're into December, we're going to be getting loads of Christmassy things. I did actually do loads of videos for my Halloween and then just never posted them because I'm that crap. So we need to do better this year for Christmas. Yeah, we'll try. Things going on, as we say. So the weddings and all that. It's going to yeah. be busy. It's going to yeah. blink and we'll be in the new year already. 2024, though, let's hope it's a good year. I always like even years. Yeah, they seem to work out better. <laughs> yeah, we have a better year when it's an even one. An odd one's a bit crapper. Anyway, that's enough rambling for now. Thank you very much for listening to this episode once again. And we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.